Ciao everyone and welcome to Acting Up with Cleo. My name is Cleo Valente, your host and creator of the show. I hope that my 16 years experience in the industry from America's Got Talent to LA Inc. and Brazil in between. We're here to help you in your acting journey. Our monthly roundtable podcast will take place over some great wine and casual but accurate conversation from a panel of guests coming from both sides of the spectrum. Industry professionals from around the world talking with actors such as yourself in an honest discussion about the bears and our directors, casting agents, writer, agent, producer, etc. really think. Acting is hard and getting a gig is even harder. But don't fret, it is possible. And with hard work, dedication, lots of passion and a little luck, you can be the actor you want to be. Check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud. Thank you for following us on Twitter and adding us on Facebook at Acting Out with Cleo. Show number two, pilot season. What does it mean as an actor? Taping on January 12, 2017 in Hollywood, California and welcoming back our guest. We had so much fun last time. Theo Caesar, head of talent, Nano 210 talent agency, Carmen Ayello, independent casting director, Tolula Adeyemi, actress, model DJ, and new to the crowd, Flavia DeSanti, actress. Welcome everyone. All right, hello everyone. This is Cleo with Acting Up with Cleo. I want to thank our audience for listening to the show and supporting us on Twitter and Facebook. Let's welcome our guests. Theo Caesar, head of the talent for Nano 210 Talent Agency. Hello, hello, Ciao. good evening. Carmen Ayello, independent casting director. Hey, thanks, hey. Thanks for having me here. Oh, you're always welcome, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Fanelli. <clears throat> I don't know if he's going to make it. He had a callback, so I understand between the callback and spending time with us, he's going to go to the callback. But I, I wish him the best, and if he can make it then at the end of the show, fantastic. Tulula Adeyemi, she's on the way. But last, and last but not least, Flavia DeSanti, a newcomer. She's a greenhorn. He very, very new to the industry uh, as an actor um, in LA. She's from Brazil. And uh, please say uh, hello to our listener. Hello, everyone. Thank you. So give me one word who can define who you are. How, how would you, you know, represent yourself? One word. You know, are you passionate? Are you difficult? Are you, what's one word? Are you fun? You're Brazilian. I'll say bubbling. Bubbling, okay. And then you can, in interpretation, whatever you want, right. could be excited, passionate, and the bubbling side. <laughs> bubbling is fantastic. We want bubbling. All right, so, and that's who will be entertaining uh, you today on this rainy day. But uh, before everything, cheers. And yes, we are sipping some Merlot. It is happy hours in Los Angeles. Uh, happy New Year to all of you guys. Since happy New Year. We haven't seen each other cheers. since December. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Yes. Cheers. Here you go. It's all right, I want to start with a question raised by Carmen Aiello during the taping of the show last December. Carmen talked about casting director and their power, making a difference in the industry, bringing more diversity into a cast who was for mainstream actor. I have a few things to say about that. Um, can a casting director really make a difference, regardless of the character description already given? I can agree somewhat with Carmen when he talks when he talks about independent uh, projects, but when he comes to uh, network shows and studio film, I'm highly skeptical that casting director will make a dent in the process. 
Um, I don't think, and my experience proved that, that the casting director involved is, um, is not and will not let a year only decision that matter. It is a business as usual, understandable to some degrees. Your thought, Theo? Um, I think that everybody has a boss and there's a bunch of politics in play when you talk about systems like studios and networks and things of that nature. But I do also believe that there's strength in numbers. And the, the thing is, if every, if all of the casting community came together and stood for what they believed in as a whole, then there's no way that the, the, the system can break down that number and that unity. And the whole thing is that the issue is getting all the people together to stand for what they believe in. And the CSA is supposed to support these things. The CSA is supposed to support these casting directors, just like SAG-AFTRA is supposed to support actors. Do they do these things? Not in my experience, not so much. Are, is the CSA going to back a strike of casting directors against the studios and the, and the networks wow. because they're, they have a point that they want to make and they want to fight for these actors. I don't believe so. I don't believe the CSA will do it because quite frankly, this is business and it's about politics and it's about business. It's not about let's find right. the best for the job. It's about it's money. Let's, yeah, let's make this money, man. Let's make money. And it's about keeping as executive, keeping their jobs, right. they don't move their jobs. So, you know, actors, they are marketing tools. It's okay to have talent, but it's, you know what they're bringing to the table, how much money they will bring to the table, being in XYZ show or movies. I think that talent is a s extremely, and it's unfortunate, but talent is an extremely small part of the game, which is sad, but because there's so many actors running around thinking that because they're talented, they're gonna get their due. Right. They're not, no. and I'm sorry to say this, but I'm gonna say this publicly. No, Madonna is not talented. She's never been. No, she's not. She's but a quite frankly, look at her and look at where she is because this system that we have right. continued to pump her and continued to push her and continued right. to back her, but she's not talented. That does that has nothing no, to she, do with it. Absolutely, but know? she's a great marketer. You talking about Madonna? I'm talking about Madonna. Oh, oh yeah, I'm crazy for you. <laughs> yeah, but but listen to songs like I mean, don't get me wrong. I grew up in the '80s and I love songs yeah. like Borderline and Crazy yeah, for You. No, but if you listen to the singing, the woman can't sing. Just plain and simple. I liked her in Evita. You know, I mean, well, back in Evita, that, that how much further along in her career was she already, and and already had she That's was already a staple. Susan, she was good. No, she wasn't. You don't like her in that? No. Who? Oh. <laughs> no. No, she wasn't. Let's let's not lie, man. Let's not. <laughs> but she's good at marketing herself, and she's a chameleon when it comes to marketing herself. She knows. I think she's pursuing an actress. Somebody right had to. So I'm funny that you mentioned about, her because I literally had her on a list recently. But I'm just talking about talent and how right, the yeah. system right. uses people that they want. Britney Spears wasn't a very talented singer, or but she was hot. she's attractive. She's hot. She was young. She danced well. You know, and all that kind of stuff. So she's this is this is what goes this is this is what people push they don't necessarily always push what's talented i mean i'll be honest with you i watch these award shows and i see what's up for awards and i watch these movies and i'm like what the hell are y'all watching these movies suck you know what i mean and i mean really seriously there's some movies out here that everybody's like oh my gosh you gotta see and i'm like are you serious did you watch the same movie i watched this i want those two hours back you know what i mean i'm telling you and it's it's not about talent but then again it's all relative it's all relative and people like what they like it's but about distribution 
It's about distribution. What's gonna sell? People love to to hate or to love but or to when, you people, know, get when you say sell, your people listening are thinking about like what's gonna sell like as in movie tickets. We're talking about what's gonna sell as like the project moving on to the next level for distribution. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about selling like as in like movie tickets. What's gonna sell? We mean sell as in the industry. It's like real estate. Right. It's stock. You know, it's what's going to sell the actual project before the audience even gets a hold of it. That's what you mean. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, but we're getting a bit far from the subject. I want oh, to know why, all casting director, and I agree with Theo, why we don't get together, all of, all of us, and, 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 and vote on the fact that we have, a, we have a duty bringing more actor to the picture, not using the same one over and over again, introducing more diversity. They talk about diversity everywhere, but I don't see that happening. There is so many good actors in LA, and a lot of them. I just had, you know, one one actor that I've known for a long time, and I just texted him to come today, invite him, and he said, "I quit after six years. I cannot do it anymore. It's been swallowing my life, and I have nothing to show for it." Mm-hmm. And he's a very good actor. Yeah. And he said, "I'm I'm very sad, but I have to find another way of." But oh. but it's not for everybody. No. And there's there's not there's few slots for people in this game and I was a great actor myself if I must say so myself but I wasn't meant to be an actor right because I couldn't help all these other actors if I was concerned with being an actor myself and sometimes we have to play different positions and people have to look at that it's not meant for everybody but I do think that they need to open the door and give other people a shot yes and quite frankly there's these monopolies with all these agencies yeah just like let's talk about that there's monopolies <laughs> with these agencies. There's monopolies with this. You know, I mean, they, they will book people because of their notoriety. They get a good Christmas gift. Yeah, because of their notoriety <laughs> and things like that. Not because they're good actors. Right. You know, that's why a lot of uh, you, the, a lot of the offers for actors who are not the top tier actors in television have gone the way of the dinosaur. You know, you can't get a name actor who's a good actor. Let's say I can think of an actor. I'm thinking of an actor right now that I know has had seven or eight series. And I watched him go in two months ago for a co-star audition on a series. A co-star, like a three-liner, you know. And the guy told me straight up, hey, man, I got to work. And this is what I got to do in order to get that work. But when he sat around and waited for those series regular opportunities and those recurring guest stars, they were few and far between. Because the top seven or top eight or whoever they are nowadays, they're monopolizing the thing. And it's their game. It's their money. Right. You know? So we're playing by their rules. So it's not about talent. It's not about talent. Talent is a super small part of it. Ask any actor how much they have to go through before they get an opportunity to actually walk in a room and say, hey, my name is Theo Caesar. I'm here to read for the role of Joey. Think about how much you got to go through before that happens. Yeah. You got to spend that money on headshots, acting classes, uh, you know, you you workshopping, getting in the gym and, and making sure oh, you look right. That's a full-time right. job. Your clothes, your you know what I mean? Everything. It's, it's just everything the about parties, it who you before meet? you ever right. get an opportunity. And right. you'll and you'll talk to I mean, we sit around all day. Carmen used to be a manager and he and I used to yeah. call acting we used to call casting offices together. And gang up on them to get our clients in the room. Literally, I remember yeah. mornings that we would wake up and just call each other and, and just call these offices. I was three casting way. under the radar while I was doing <laughs> that. Just so I wasn't. You know. I wasn't gonna tell that secret. But <laughs> I wanted to be a casting director, but it was a good opportunity for me to understand the other side of the the table. But yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. But you you fight and you fight and you fight right. to get these opportunities, and nobody really understands actors don't really understand how hard we fight to get you one audition 
And then, you know, so when somebody turns around, they're like, oh, no, nah, I don't want to go for that. You just like, what? Excuse me? Yeah. Are you serious? But she was yeah. mentioning like casting directors having the power to do things. Right. And like, to honestly, you. I really don't even give a F. Right. I don't care. You can dress on my show. I cannot? Yeah, you can. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Straight up for us, Mr. Robinson. But, like, I don't want to work with somebody that I'm not interested in. Yeah, I, I don't care if it's a studio. I really don't. Right. People think that, like, I'm going to walk in someday to a network or studio for a job and that I'm actually going to, like... You wouldn't like it. Well, it's not that I'm not going to like it, but be submissive. Well, and I'm what, not. That, that's what I'm talking about. Well, they can suck I work, it. I work for a big production company. You can work for whoever well, you I'm want done. to. I'm if done, you think I'm going to sit there and be submissive to you, it's not true. Like, right. if you hire me for a creative position, that's been my whole life. Right. Then I am going to take that position. Now, I understand, but there's certain rules that have to apply that you you have to have certain names for distribution. Right, you do. And you, I mean, you can't just... I mean, it's possible to have a series without any names whatsoever or independently run. Maybe Hulu. You're the worst. Amazon. Or okay, yeah. great. Yeah, well, I mean, I know Damien, what's his name? Um, oh, Dame, I know a, I know an actor on that show. But, like, they're still, they're still actors, you know? So, for me, I mean... Yes, I, I want to hire actors. Absolutely. I want to hire with people with talent. And there are opportunities that I have to do that. And there are sometimes fights that I can't win. So I have to pit, pick my battles uh, uh, wisely. Carefully, right. Absolutely. Right. You know, like sometimes it's an independent film and I'm looking at the budget and I'm like, okay, well, we can hire two actors that have distribution, name distribution. And then the rest will hire for scale, a hundred dollars a day, or right. what, one fifty, whatever it right. is now. Whatever you know? it is, yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. But I still want creative control over my department at, before I give that over to the director right. or producer. Right. Like I still want them to respect, and sometimes I am respected, and sometimes I'm not. And when I'm not respected, bye bye. Well, this is what I'm saying. You know, independent project, you have more. Uh, flexibility in, in doing this versus working for a network or working for a film. I mean, I worked in new media for series. Right. And and and, and it was all about getting names and name value. Right. So, I mean, I understand that. Right. But and you had to. At 100%. But I got the right person. And I right. didn't do it through an audition. I did it through a meeting. Right. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you, you did it. I want to I hear from Flavia, who is new in the industry. What is your experience so far as an actor? You come from a background, you were an actor in, uh, in uh, Brazil. Brazil. So what is your experience? What's the difference between Brazil and here? And what is your experience since you came here? I think the big difference in my experience, I'm going to tell about it. In Brazil, I never did an audition. I came straight from school and people always invite me to do professional theater. Here in LA, I try to prepare myself to what's going to be the right person that I'm going to be meeting. Because as a... In, as a beginning career, I think I have to do so much investment, as you, as you mentioned before, in materials of internet, photos, and connections, and spend your time, your lifetime, then I could be preparing myself for a whole, just make things I'm not going to be adding to an to a artistic side, you know? But it's a lot of rules, then I don't know yet how I'm going to fit myself. Right. You know, these rules is like, uh, who's going to be accepting someone with uh, an accent? Right. Which type of 
uh, reduction of accent. How far can, reduction, uh, how much I'm gonna be able to reduce my reduce my accent, and who gonna be the producer, or who gonna invest money on me to be able right. to be in the right movie, right professional? Because it's not just, it's it's a matter of you have a quality of your work as well. Do you right. understand what I mean? I have to have a good work and good people around me and active the results that the audience is going to be expecting. And how I gonna, and, and in the end, uh, I am a part of diversity because you I'm are. from other, other countries. And you're a female. And I think I have so. a double hard time to active the results that people are expecting yes. to. Are you looking more into Latino production because of your accent and you speak Spanish than looking for mainstream production? And the first step, I think, it's fit myself in the industry. It's shape myself with my accent, with the skills that I have to give to the industry what they want. And then later, I think the second step is prove to them that I'm qualified to bring the diversity. Because if I come straight away, I am a diversity, maybe I'm going to be well, they someone know. going to stop me right away. So I think I have to fit myself first in the industry, prove them that I, I, I have skills enough. And then I'm going to bring the quality of the diversity and spread some different quality of works and try to bring different history, try to find different type of writers who are going to bring the, the different type of history. I like your hope. <laughs> My hope. The, yeah, but we, have to, but we have to. But we have to. And diversity is going to be, we're going to see this. You have a plan at least. Yeah, this yeah. diversity that we, are, that we are looking at today, we're going to see the difference, all this transition in decades. Right. You know? Have you submitted because the society already? changes well. Have you submitted yourself already? To I submitted myself. Yeah. Did you went to audition already? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But uh, are you taking the? I know how to work. I know how right. to prepare no, myself. I'm... I think when I get the audition, I'm gonna be prepared for this. Right. Are you taking reduction accent reduction classes? I did, but I go back to do it again because there is all, when you start to learn something. You have to absorb it. So right. I was experiencing, I was training. I right. think my accent's much better than it was before. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, but stop. I think it's like total bullshit about your accent. It's either you're a good actor or you're not. I am a good actor. Okay, but, okay. but I'm not example, asking you. I know, I'm saying I that I think if it's I bullshit, to, I know, I if it's I bullshit to, okay. about, acti about acting with an accent. I don't think it's so much bullshit. If I'm going to do okay, audition for the Lala... accent now? If I go to audition for La La Land... But that's already done. Can you so, dance? <laughs> no, I know. It's just example. You know? I don't know if the industry is going to pick me up because I have the accent. They're going to find the actress who has a perfect American accent, perfect American language. You know what I mean? I don't think it's so much bullshit, especially if you are talking about the diversity. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah. You know, because it, diversity, is, it's, it's a little bit how people are going to accept you in this industry. Okay, wait a minute. No. <laughs> You're talking you about disagree? being accepted in the industry? I'm talking about the, the diversity bring other points of view than people are not prepared to look right, at. Right, but you ask any person in America and they all have friends or neighbors or know people that have accents or from different countries. I mean, this is a melting pot. So it's not, yes, it is, but it is we don't see this Matt Paltin yet in the in the in the movies. Right, we have yeah, to go to we have right. to go to specific right. festivals so to see this kind our, of. A, if we go back to our first point of like whether casting directors have like that power to be able to change that, then they have to convince other people that that is correct, like that they right. do that. There's not a problem with that. But do you think casting directions has all the authority to change everything? Don't I, you think I think, think that they have a lot of authority to do it, and I don't think that they have. Yeah, but they work together with writers and other productions. Right. 
it's a whole culture and then gonna be slowly changing and accept the the all diversity that we have around this, okay, this well, town. We're gonna talk about Los Angeles. I think the casting director can expose you to yes. those producers, director and writer. Mm -hmm. This is why I asked already I asked you earlier, are you planning of um, submitting yourself to Latino production? Which is more like, you know, going with Univision and going into, you know, maybe novellas, maybe something was more acceptable or you, you have a bit of chance, you know? I am submitting myself in all types of roles that I believe I could fit in yeah, with absolutely. the characters that I have right now. Yeah. And yes, I do. I think you have, a, if you, you know, I think you have a chance. This is LA anyway. So yes, if you don't yes. try it here, you're not going to try it anywhere. So... Well, when we were talking about her right. having a chance and being positive about her, but at the same time, you're saying that we don't have any power to help you do that and give you that chance. Well, depends depends what you're looking for. If you're looking for it to to be in a diversity, yes, you can. Of course, you can. But what what I was trying to to say was, then we don't work alone. We need other people to make a a good movie to need a good project we don't work alone so it's no, not just but as, a, as, a, as a cast of character yes you know and we talked about that last time you know we have you know the african-american we have the latino we have like the movie we talked we talked about the christmas movie mm -hmm. remember last time mm -hmm. so they are represented maybe in minority but they are represented so mm -hmm. it's for a casting director to push you toward those walls for you to get a chance mm -hmm. do you think that one person's voice makes a difference no you don't one person only? Yeah. You don't think what, so then what are you doing acting if you don't think one person's voice makes a difference? Because why do you think, no. Okay, what I'm saying is like for my voice, I'm trying to make a difference by saying that that is possible, that is available, that what I believe in and how I believe in the world does make a difference when casting. Like I was supposed to cast a movie and the lead actress was white until I suggested that she'd be Latina. So until then, it was a white girl, a white girl, a white girl, a white girl. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, what about a Latina? Like, I've worked with her before. I love her. Why don't you meet her? Mm -hmm. You know, so I think one person's voice does make a difference. Maybe not on the entire world, but on the people that surround you. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm saying yeah. is like for you as a woman <clears throat> with an accent from an international com uh, country, as long as you have like your, your paperwork and your documents that allow you to work in this country, mm -hmm. I think that depending on the role, considering that it's not a period piece and that it's something contemporary, mm -hmm. that you should be able to have the opportunity to get those roles and compete against other people that are in the same as a woman, just as a woman, not having anything to do with your accent and not asking you to have an American accent. So I think with our voices that we can like help advocate that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because otherwise, it's you just fighting against yeah, us. That's right. all yeah. it's going to be is you fighting against us at every right. single audition that you fucking go to. How does that sound? That doesn't sound great. Can I say something? Yeah. This is, this is what this is what my understanding of casting casting uh, director's position has always been, and it, it could be incorrect. And I really find it interesting your position on it, you know, and I love it. But what my understanding of casting directors is is that they don't have power. They are the people who bring in options. Their job is to bring in options for the producers to consider. 
the producers, writers, directors to consider, and those are the people who call the shots. And I'm talking about in uh, on every level, from indie all the way up, right? Now, if you're an indie, you're a new producer, you hire this casting director like a Carmen Aiello, who you know knows their stuff, you're going to listen to Carmen. But quite frankly, the decision lies with the producer and the director. That's always been my understanding. And I like the idea and the way that you handle casting where it's like no we have power to say you know and that's a new concept for me and i think maybe that's a new concept for a lot of people in this in this industry in this in this market i mean for me it's i always respect the titles of people who are above me or on the same level of me but i do advocate for people who have um you know, some sort of diversity or um, disability or a minority. Like I advocate that or I try to um, have people understand that there are changes that can be done because the script hasn't been filmed yet. It's just words on a piece of on paper when it's printed out or it's somebody's mind that made them write this particular script. There's always rules for and room for change until you're actually in production with your entire cast. There's, there's room for change with, with everything. So my job as a creative head is to give them the idea that, that we can make something and do something really interesting and different. And yeah, I fight, I fight for that. But of course, of course, in the end, I'm going to go, okay, look, you know what? I got to pick my battles wisely. Do. do I want to fight for right. a little person to play a cop? Is that really what I want to do? Right. right. Okay, yes, it is what I want to do. So I am going to do that until the bloody end. Is Do I want to fight for a transgender person to play a cisgender role? Absolutely. So I'm going to fight for that. But then when it comes to a point where it's like, well, look, we wrote this role specifically for a white woman. That's really what it has to be. Then I'm like, okay, look, is there any flexibility here? No, this is what our vision is. This is what it needs to be. Then I'm like, okay, great. Then that's what it's going to be. Then let's find the right person for that job, yeah. you know, and then you take it from there. But there, there is room for discussion, like open discussion to butt heads. Like I don't mind butting heads. I, I think it's great to fight for that. But yes, in the end, of course, somebody hired me, somebody paid me to do this, of course. But I wouldn't take the job unless I knew there was an opportunity for me to fight for diversity and fight for what I believe in. If I have that opportunity and I make that very clear at the very beginning, then I know I'm in the right job. If they're like, no, we're, we're going in this direction and I just don't feel like it's something that I believe in, then I won't take the job. I have no problem turning you down. You there are a million other people that want to do it your way. You are the exception, I must say. That's fine. You are the Make exception. me the and, exception. And, and, no, but this is great. You, you know, know, fuck it's, everybody. It's, it's good. You can put that it's down on to, paper. No, I don't no, care. No, I, know, I don't care. This I don't is great. You have integrity. This is fantastic. I do have integrity. You can do that. I'm trying to give them integrity no, I, for their own vision. I understand. And this is great that you can do that. Well, they can go. Yeah. So we're going to take a small break. Uh, and before... Uh, and. Um, we have Torula who just walk in. Welcome, Torula. I've entered the building. Hello. Yeah, entered the building. Torula is back. I'm so happy to see her. I love the diversity in this yes, room. Yes, we do. In this Everybody. room. So we're going to take a small break, <laughs> and when we come back, we're going to chat away about um, what is pilot season. Everybody's going, oh, it's pilot season. What do I do? To find out on our schedule and show theme, please visit our website at actingoutwithcleo.com and check out the chapter of my book, sent to be released on March 20, 2017. Until notoriously a famous actor, don't be a little bitch. Benefit from a pre-order discount of 20% using the code ACTINGOUT. 
pilot season. <clears throat> pilot season <laughs> really only applies to the top three networks, for real. The, like, well, I think there's five now, five or four. ABC, ABC NBC, CBS, Fox. You know, that, that that's really just what pilot season is because, quite frankly, streaming media and web series and all this yeah. kind of stuff has completely changed the scope of pilot season. Totally. Pilots come out 12 months out of the year now. <laughs> right. You right. know, and, and like, for instance, <clears throat> we could gauge pilot season as from the third week of January till about mid-May. Yeah. Till about mid-May, right? Yeah. That's And when then the upfronts come out and all that kind of stuff, and right. then they go into actual production. Well, you can't do that anymore because, quite frankly, pilots are coming out all the time now. Right. All the time. You got Amazon, Hulu, Netflix. You know, all of these other guys are coming out, and, and they're making this content. They don't have to adhere to those schedules for the advertisers like CBS does, like NBC right. does. They don't have to. They're not affected by the Grammys or the no. Super Bowl or any of that kind of care. stuff. Right. So they don't have to adhere to a schedule. So they're doing pilots all the time. But when we talk about major pilot season... It's a lot of actors think it's like a crapshoot, and it's not. It's Did just you? like, oh, I'm coming to LA for pilot season. Yes. Stay your ass wherever you are. <laughs> stay your ass in Atlanta. Stay your ass in New York. Yeah. Stay wherever you are because this is don't go for freeways and the waiting room. Don't don't come out here. Don't come out here thinking that <laughs> no, nobody knows you. Nobody ever heard of you. Yes, you ain't got no credits. You SAG eligible, and and don't have a reel and talk about I'm coming to LA for pilot season for two months. Kiss yeah. my ass. Yeah, I don't, I'm exactly not dealing what, with I'm you. There's a lot of that. Yeah. I'm yeah, not doing they've that. not done anything and they just want to come oh, I get oh, my season. I'm going to be from New York. Oh, I'm about they to fly over from New York. They had a high school from New York or whatever. From England. Like I'm going to fly over from England. Nah, man. I don't, don't do that. Not to me. But some people, they want it. I don't, I'm not about it. I'm not with it. I'm my pilot season and my focus for pilot season is the same people that were with me all last year. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's yeah. get you on a pilot this year because That's last true. year we spent building your credits and building your materials and making sure that we were building these connections for you to when I now mm. call Carmen Aiello because right. he's got this great pilot going on, Carmen knows that I got this person ready to come and see him. Right. You know, yeah. and not embarrass him. But a lot of people think that it's just like luck. It's not yeah, luck. Yeah, exactly. The this is, is work. Hollywood like, is shaking, yeah. shaking a hat and going to bring a, a rabbit. Just yeah. because you don't have to get a degree to call yourself an actor does not mean you can get up and call yourself an actor. Yeah, Thank exactly. you. Thank so you so much. I'm a natural. So I don't true. need acting classes. And Kiss yeah. my I, 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 I work mean, in features mostly and some like web series. So God bless you, Theo, for even saying pilot and knock on wood. That Hello. was that was prophecy. That was, we were projecting. <laughs> into the future <laughs> exactly yeah projecting into the future so this is how you prepare your actors is all year long for the pilot season it's so true so they need to know says. that they need to hear that it's a preparation yep for the one who are here not coming out of a woodwork saying oh I, well, I'm calling myself an actor I'm going to come to Ali for pilot season not only this a lot of these actors don't realize that you are not prepared if you don't have the material you don't mm. have the know-how to be on set you know how many actors I could say back to one and they don't know what I, they don't know what I mean right if I say back to one and you sit around looking like what? What does that mean? Get off my set. You yeah. don't. You don't. Good. You don't need to. Now you think you're supposed to be a series regular. Do you realize how much work mm. goes into a series regular? Do you know what the contract looks like for a series regular when you're when Insane. you're testing? When you're testing, we have to read and negotiate and sign a contract. Mm, right. Do you guys know anything about that? These exactly. are the things that actors have to think about. Mm. Actors don't know pages. that it is Minimal. a business. 
to be an actor. It's, it's very much business. It's and business. they are not savvy. They call themselves actors thinking, oh, I'm going to get the respect. But they know nothing about what it is to be an actor. But that's actor. why a lot of actors get famous and make all this money and then they mushroom cloud and bug yeah. out and go broke and they're in the middle of Hollywood Boulevard naked with a pistol. Totally that. Um, <laughs> I, I agree with everything. I think Theo is... Theo is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, she should speak. And I just agree, like, nod. Um, yes. <laughs> so, you know, it, it is so interesting that the whole thing of... Um, when I came here as well and meeting people who I spoke to and they said, oh, yeah, you know, I did a play when I was at, um, 12. And uh, so I decided just to come here. Okay. Uh, and then... <laughs> <laughs> For me, okay, so I, I did musical theatre when I was 11, National um, national Youth Theatre, which in the UK is a big uh, youth, like Oliver and all of that, you know, all the musicals, Le Mids. And then, um, and then I trained, and then I trained with theatre companies. And I was like, yeah, I can audition. And then it was like, wow, I have to learn how to audition. Yep. yep. Do you know what I mean? It's yep. like a different, like, it's a whole different angle. Hello. And then I had to come here and learn how to audition as well, which is kind of, it's, I mean, it's the same, same things, you know, same, 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 but different. Um, and so I just feel, I feel it's quite amazing, like what, what he said, where people just come over and like clock up the system. And yep. <laughs> I had an actress tell me something uh, last month that was awesome. She worked on the show. She's a recurring on two series right now, right? She said these actors, they come out and they think that it's all great. Oh, I can cry on cue and blah, blah, blah. Well, what about when you've got a scene that's like, let's say it's a three minute scene. And when you start the scene out, you're happy, right? And something happens in the middle of the scene and you have a breakdown and then you have to build up and then you're winding up emotional and you're crying by the end of that scene, right? And then they say, all right, cut, that was great. Now turn it around and you got to do that whole thing over. And then, when you're in the middle of that whole thing, the other actor screws up or trips up on their line. So you got to go back to one, mm. and you got to do that whole thing over. Are you actors prepared to do that? What if you've been rehearsing this script, and you've got it down pat, and you've got all your lines, and then I come and hand you 10 new pages and say you got till the end of lunch? Yep. To get this right. You can't say, oh, and yeah, every, sorry, no. <laughs> every time you screw up and they got to take over because of you, you've just cost us money. Mm, Do you think about this? No. You've just cost us money. Every no. time I've got to say, all right, cut, hold up. Yeah, um, let's reset. Let's go. You've cost me money. Yep. If you keep costing me money, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to recast you. And quite frankly, if you're an actor trying to come up the ladder, you will be recast like nothing. If they can mm -hmm. replace Don Cheadle... If they, Terrence Howard for Don Cheadle and Iron Man and nobody better than I and they didn't lose a single dollar what does that mean be, for the little guy that's know your that ass is grass in two seconds grass you better be ready to go that yep. happened and that comes Ooh. from training Back that man. comes Back from up. training they will replace you look how many Spider-Mans we had yeah. look how many Batmans we've had yep. is anybody not going to see Batman what what you mean there's no Michael Keaton I'm I'm <laughs> going against the whole Batman franchise no not going to happen Cooney. they're still making their money they still make these dumbass Frankenstein movies. Who yeah. the hell wants to see Frankenstein? Obviously. And God still Godzilla. Somebody's making Obviously that money. Somebody's making money. Somebody's making that money. It's a formula. It's a you know? recipe. So. It's crazy, but you yeah. guys gotta be ready. It's not, you know, you guys gotta be ready. You guys gotta be ready. I mean, and when it, okay, I'll say something. But like season. Actors being ready. Yeah. They they, uh, they need I, to understand why do they need to to be ready. They don't know how to be ready. Right. You don't understand the work. You have to work. They have... You don't understand the work. Absolutely. I think... The research, the work. Right. I the think they have to really understand the business and unfortunately, like, I... 90% don't I can't really speak acting. for pilot season outside, you know, 
as a casting director because I personally, as a, in casting, have not been in pilot season, but I have trained as a agent and a talent manager in pilot season. So, um, because I wanted to learn everything about the industry before right. I fully like committed myself to casting, and I think that just actors don't they don't understand the business. I mean, they get so excited by it. I got a hundred documented 150 series regular auditions for actors that had absolutely no materials series regular auditions to audition for a series regular role and I offered them my services to come and coach with me do a lot they are so confident and so they have a wallet oh I got this Carmen (laughs) I got this one. This one's mine. And I heard that over and over and over. And I said, I am here for you, for you to come to me with just me and you, no, no walls, no ladders, no distractions, just to figure this out, just to figure out what this role is. No, no, I got this. Like as if their ego. Oh yeah was just so big that they could not possibly imagine having worked with me. And and you know what? No problem. Guess what? They didn't fucking get well, of it. Of course they didn't. Well, can I give you it's can I give, luck. can I give you one different perspective of that? Can I give you a different perspective yeah. to that? Let's say you're an actor, you're brand new in town, right? Or you think you're an actor, but you're not you that great you're of an actor. An actor. Right. You're not that great of an actor, right? So they're they're giving you 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 but you get with some great manager, or you give some great agency, and they're getting you all these phenomenal opportunities, right? And you're going in for these series regulars and these lead roles, but you suck ass. Okay. I don't know. Wait. No, no, no. I'm not saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm talking about a different scenario, just in general. Okay, okay. Let's say you get it in these rooms and you suck ass, and after about a year, you realize maybe I should get some training, yeah. right? <laughs> so you go and you train, right? But now you can't get in those rooms anymore. You know why? Because they remember that last time we called you and you sucked ass. Yeah. You wasted five minutes out of my life. And you done. They remember. They remember. Do you any of you actors think of that? And and, you know, actors will come to you and be like, oh, I just auditioned for the blah, blah. I don't give a shit what you auditioned for. Mm -hmm. What did you call back? What did you book? Mm. Let me know that. Nada. Let me know that. Right. Let me know what you called back and what you booked. I don't care what you auditioned for. Because somebody opened the door, gave you a shot. You might have went there and shit a brick. But that's you know what I'm saying? I don't do auditions and I meet people because I want to see how genuine they are before I find out their talent. I want to see the ge- I want to know if they're the fucking eyes. lying to me yeah. in their eyes and I can tell <laughs> you are not that good of an actor that you can fucking lie to me if you are just being a human being. Mm. I I can see your training, I can read your IMDb, I can see your demo reel. Come to me and tell me that you can handle my fucking set and deal with my crew and my director and the vision and have another idea for the character and ask the right questions Mm. before you even fucking read for me. You cannot hide from me. (laughs) Can I just say, can I just say that actually that's David Lynch's method when he casts people. He he just, he goes goes to a diner and sits with a donut and coffee and then he chats with them and then he casts them or he does it. And I just, I love him by the way anyway. But um, but yeah, Yeah. and I, and the fact that you do that is amazing. I love that. As a casting director, that's unheard of. I do on, the, on the planet. I tell my directors, you are not going to audition the actors. Good luck. And you know what? If you want to audition the actors and go through an audition process, you are not for me and I am not for you. Yeah. 
<laughs> because if you don't care about meeting the individual that's going to be in your hair and makeup and going to be on your set and going to be pretty much a crafty and waiting to hear from you to be on set and then wardrobe, if you don't want to meet that person, if you want to invest in that person, I've already looked at the material. Uh-huh. I looked at their material before I brought them to you. Mm. You don't trust me with that? Not for me <laughs> and not for you. We don't have the right relationship. You know what? Sorry. <laughs> Can I say something? Sorry. Yeah, and they don't understand like if you guys don't make money as a talent agency, why would you keep on carrying these people wasting your time? We will not. Yeah, exactly. This is a problem. Go ahead. I have to, before we go on, I do have to name check my coach, who's also my mentor, and Yonna Davis at the Yonna Davis studio. Hey! Oh, yeah! Yes, yeah, I do. She's amazing! Y-O-N-D-A, and then Davis. She was an actress. She still is. She does. I mean, she's amazing. But the thing is with her, we do this um, 90 day pilot season ramp up. So uh-huh. we spend. So bef- while everyone's like, you know, going to Christmas parties and, and uh, you know, buying going, uh, holiday shopping, we're preparing for pilot season like three months in advance, even like six months. So it's like a um, kind of a factory. So we just keep going around. And around. So we're not waiting till it's pilot season, right. which is what you know what I mean? We're not like. We're not waiting till it's pilot season. <laughs> and then also, um, you know, within her studio, we 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 take a current material and we um, we read for it every every class. The beginning of every class, we do. A, I sh- maybe shouldn't give her secrets. Actually, no. <laughs> we do something called um, audition lab, where we actually right. set up a real audition um, situation. And then we had we had we have now and then like a real life producers and casting directors come in and show us, which was very interesting. This one guy he showed us what he's. Um, what people submit. He, he got about 200 uh, submissions and we, he went through all of them and some of them were absolutely, it was like unbelievable yeah, what some of the people are putting out there. This one girl, I don't even know what she was thinking. It was like this sexy music video and it was for a serious uh, role in a feature film. Yeah. And she had produced a sexy music and she was like half naked and I was <laughs> oh, like, yeah. is this for oh, real? Yeah. Yeah, it's We've real. Like, is this it's so do? real. And it's like it's 200. So it's 16 so years in the industry, we've seen <laughs> yeah. so many it's of crazy. them. It's crazy. insane. Well, what materials do you have? I don't have as much. I'm just training with Sandra K. Horney yeah. because the experience that I have as an actress before, uh, I, I just was acting. I never had... Uh, as I said, I never had uh, audition before. So when I start to li- to listen people and reading about it, I the first thing that I thought was like I have to prepare myself if I want to go back to acting. And I even don't know exactly if I want to go back to film or theater because I always did theater. I never been in front right. of the yeah. camera. Right, it's different. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, as we were talking before, I mean, are like, you, are you are you ready to skate? No. You're not ready to skate. No, I'm totally not. My, so, my like, level in right the now Olympics, is In the Olympics, uh-huh. as a figure skater, mm-hmm. you get three medals, mm-hmm. a gold, mm-hmm. a silver, mm-hmm. and a bronze. And this industry is tougher than the Olympics because tougher. you want to know why. I know. You want to know why? Because what medal do you get in this industry? If I work for it, I No, what medal? Ones. What's the only medal that you get? The gold. I can say silver. I'm in a big hello. Hello. Where are you? I'm not Look there yet. Look at me. It's the gold. Okay. There are no second and third place winners in gold. this okay. industry. 
That's I'll it. I'll be there and I'm going to show you the girl. And you know, even with that, you still are set up to fail. This industry does not set you up to be successful. It sets you up to fail and you have to break through every single barrier to make it, to have every gold medal ever when you wake up in the morning and when mm. you go to bed at night. You are a gold medal, so you you can't set yourself up to fail yeah. ever. Carmen, you're amazing. No, but you know he's he's, he's doing <laughs> you a service. You. Anyone that doesn't tell you this is doing a disservice. Like, oh, you're great. Oh, no, no, no. no. You Let need me, to just be that's, real. That's like, not your problem. You just bring it up. Yeah. I'm so tired of direct casting director, 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 director. Oh, you're great. Goodbye. No, you no. suck. Just right. tell them that they suck. Right. Why don't they tell me they suck? I'm very honest with wonderful. my clients. I'm I'm honest with Wait, people let me, that I cast. Let me say yeah, another. I want to make one point. Go ahead. Um, another thing that actors need to unlearn is a lot of actors think like when they shoot something it's like me my footage I me I mm -hmm. it is not about I and me whatever you're filming is about the integrity of the project right. it's not about the director shining it's not about the actor shining it's about the integrity of the project and that's what makes a phenomenal project yeah. when you hear actors say things like oh I shot this and they didn't give me my footage your footage how much money did you put into making this production none you are a hired actor it's not your footage kiss an ass yeah. it's not your footage it's not your footage it's somebody else's footage but you are hired to do a job and you are hired to be a great piece of the whole puzzle no, I agree, it's yeah. like if you're a car the steering wheel can't think it's the superstar because you can turn up the down the radio on the steering wheel. You understand what I'm saying? No, you think it is. This is that it's, a, it's about the whole project it's a, exactly. and it's about the integrity no, of the project. It's so actors, get out your own get out your it's own head thinking that you make the project or that your performance makes everything and it's all about you because it's not. You are a part of a cog. Clear you should seriously have us all on the view. Theo, you know, I'm glad I came from a theater background because that's why I learned from theater. You're an ensemble, you know, and you're an nothing ensemble. is, you know, yeah, yeah, it's not going to work unless everybody is right. working. So I think, I think every actor should go to the theater. I don't know. That's what I say. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. Yep. Right I agree. Yeah. I agree. All right. So um, I think my work is almost done here. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much. Before we wrap, do you have anything to plug? Anyone? Anything to plug? Any project you want to plug? Anything? Bueller? Bueller? No? Bueller, Bueller. I'm, I, man, I, I would I would go on for another hour if I started. Well, we can, we can keep on. You know, I'm just gonna say time. that 90210 talent is coming. I'll invite we, you again. We've been Absolutely. doing our thing. It's eight years uh, that that we've been doing this thing, and I'm very thankful for everybody that's ever been a part of it. Whether they were a manager, an agent, an actor, past, present, or future, love all you guys, and we're just trying to keep on winning and working together. And thank you, Cleo, and thank you, Carmen, and thank everybody here that is is helping to be a part of this great conversation. You are an amazing awesome. guest, and I love you You're again, again and again. Thank you so much. I will thank you. definitely. And I have a project coming up, and I will talk to you about that. I got a that. gift for you, too, when we're done. Oh. Love you guys. Oh, oh no. I should have got a gift. Flavia, <laughs> anything you want to plug? Anything you want to plug? I just want to thank you all. Oh, you're very welcome. To have me here. That's a great experience. It's a pleasure learning, for you to come. Learning experience as well. I thought that would thank be you your so learning much. experience. Yes, it is. Yep. Good. Thank you. Beautiful, um, Tulula. I, well, I think I plugged it last time, but I'm, I'm, work, I'm developing my own web series. So it's a... Uh, do, do you have a title yet? Not yet? I'm keeping it on the wraps, but it's, okay. a, it's a drama, it's comedy, and it's musical. Ta-da! It's all hush hush. Okay. <laughs> You gotta come back when, when it's ready to go. Yes, for Absolutely. sure. I would love to. Thank yes. you. 
coming, my darling. Well, I do have a couple projects, but what I do want to plug is for people to be open and accepting and just like realize that the world exists outside of the four walls that you live in. Yeah. That's what I want to plug. I want people to really understand that it's it's not just about them, it's about everybody and that the more that we are open to other people's ideas and 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 cultures and diversity that that's that's really what's really important to me. I agree. Because that's what creates relationships and that's mm -hmm. what moves us forward as a society. Absolutely. Truly. So that's what I like to plug. Yeah. Great. Well, I just want to thank you so much to your Caesar, Carmen Ayello, Tula Edeyani, and Flavia DeSanti. I want to thank also my crew, Kevin and Giuseppe. Thank you so much. We have a, sm a much smaller crew. Uh, see you all next time for another episode of Acting Out with Cleo. Next time we'll do Extra Extra. To find out on our schedule and show theme, please visit our website at actingoutwithcleo.com and check out the chapter of my book, sent to be released on March 20, 2017. Until notoriously a famous actor, don't be a little bitch. Benefit from a pre-order discount of 20% using the code ACTINGOUT. Check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud. Thank you for following us on Twitter and adding us on Facebook at Acting Out with Cleo.